It's Next Stop Mississippi. I'm Sherita Brent here with Mary Margaret Miller from Visit Mississippi. Today, Lucky Town Breweries' Ruben Antblink is in studio to tell us about their Battle of the Bands event this weekend. Jamie Johnson is coming to the Temple Theater. Ken Rainey will tell us about it. The Art Walk in Ocean Springs is this weekend. And Katie Hinkle will get us ready for that. And Karen Funches will tell us about the Rockin' Railroad Festival in Hazelhurst. As always, you can give us a call and tell us about any local events going on in your area. The number is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. You can also follow the conversation on Twitter. Just search the hashtag NextStopMS. That's Next Stop Mississippi. It is coming up after the news on MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. And welcome back to Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm Sherita Brent in studio with Mary Margaret Miller of Visit Mississippi. Today, Lucky Towns Breweries, Ruben Antvalink is in studio to tell us about their Battle of the Bands event that's happening pretty soon. Jamie Johnson is coming to talk to us about Temple Theater. Well, he's not going to talk with us about it. We're going to speak with Ken Rainey, who's going to tell us about Jamie Johnson, who's just this huge artist that they're going to get um, in Meridian to honor Jimmy Rogers. That's coming up as well. There's an art walk in Ocean Springs this weekend. We'll find out about that. And we'll also learn about the Rockin' Railroad Festival in Hazelhurst. So a lot of things to get to today. But we do have some open lines if you want to give us a call and tell us about any local events going on in your area to kick off the month of September. Wow, it's amazing that we've gotten this far in the year. It seems like it has come really fast. But we'd love to hear what's going on in your area of town this weekend. Call us at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464 or email nextstopatmpbonline.org. Good morning, Mary Margaret. How long has it been? Like, I don't know, a couple months. Uh, <laughs> Good morning, Sharita. Yeah. Everybody's giving me a hard time. I'm getting hugs from some people in the hallways, and other people are like, who are you? See, see? What is your name again? I, I forgot what you looked like. <laughs> I know, Sam. I, I would never forget you, though. I, for one, am very, very glad you are back. Well, Sam's definitely been holding down the fort, and I certainly appreciate it. It's been, um, we have had a bit of a whirlwind of activity over at Visit Mississippi. I also took a little bit of time off. So mm-hmm. thanks to you guys for um, keeping the wheels turning at Next Stop. But yeah. lots going on, and here we are, like you said, in September. And Well, well since you've been gone um, and you've been traveling with Visit Mississippi, what are some of the most memorable things that you've seen? Well, you know, you guys were good to let me call in last week from um, Issaquina County, where we had our uh, unveiling for the Unita Blackwell marker on the Mississippi Freedom Trail. And that was just one of those days to remember. It's one mm-hmm. of those um, events where you're reminded of the good work that happens on the local level all day, every day in Mississippi. Um, we, we certainly have um, a lot of challenges ahead of us, but there are a lot of good people mm-hmm. um, doing the, the yeoman's work um, to make sure that we recognize our history so we don't repeat it. And the Freedom Trail really um, has just so much meaning and value in that way. Um, a lot of the stories that are shared on the Freedom Trail are really hard stories to hear. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. you need a black they need to be heard. Exactly. I mean, Mm -hmm. she was threatened. Her home was firebombed. She, you know, really lived a tough life. But um, 
from the way she was described during our, our unveiling program, she was just a wonderful, creative and funny and just great person to be around. Mm-hmm. So her spirit never, um, never dwindled, so to speak. That's awesome. Well, I got a chance to go to Fondren's first Thursday event yesterday. Uh, MPB was set up. Our booth was uh, very full of people with MPB fans. I walked up on somebody and she said, I know your voice. And, and that was really fun to, to go by the MPB tent. But Fondren's first Thursday, is just an event that has flourished tremendously. There were bands on every corner. There were vendors. There was food. There were dogs. There were children. I mean, it was just, it's a really, really warm environment. And I stayed out there for a couple hours and it was a great experience. So I think that's something that everybody looks forward to um, at the beginning of the month. Well, and there's always something unexpected that mm-hmm. you find at Fondrum First Thursday. Right. It's, it's not just music and art and craft and, you know, business after hours. I believe they had like some sort of bungee jumping uh, yeah, I can't explain wall it. climbing action. Yeah, and something even cooler. They had a, a big salsa dance floor on the main street. I love street. that. And just to see people, you know, attempting to salsa dance was very entertaining. But it's family friendly. I walked up on some friends with their eight month old out there. I was hoping to run into you um, and Sam, but I, I didn't. But it was just it's just really cool. So folks who are in the area, you know, next time you hear about Fondren's First Thursday, be sure to come out because it's a really fun event. Well, and we're about to talk to Ruben Antvelink with uh, Lucky Town Brewery. But um, Jackson Indie Music Week takes place at the first of the year every year in January. And there. They're taking over the programming for all the music for Fondren First Thursday in October. Mm-hmm. So I love the fact that they're just uh, these folks are really doing a great job of of programming uh, local music, but mm-hmm. music that you might not expect to find. You right. know, it's it's really experimental, some of it, and just fresh and new. And it is refreshing to hear independent artists doing their original music because we can hear covers at, covers at any time. But I was by Smokes and Habanas, and Kerry Thomas was performing, and he was performing some of his original songs, and it felt good to hear that. And it, it's good to know that he was comfortable enough to even perform his original material. You know. Well, Um, and speaking of feeling good, y'all, I know it's still hot. I know everybody's sweating. You know, you get in your car and you just feel like a rotisserie chicken. But (laughs) can you tell, can you see the change? I mean, I feel like you can look around and Mm -hmm. it feels like fall. It may not feel like fall temperature wise, but something about the light and the atmosphere really does. It kind of like that flip, uh, that switch flipped and it feels like fall. Well, it did feel like fall this morning because a couple days earlier this week, I it was the morning time and it felt just, it was scorching hot. But this morning it, it actually was cool. And I said, oh, wow, we, we, we've made it to fall. <laughs> I'm just ready for the eggnog. Uh, let's see. Cindy is in Picayune uh, with a, a comment. Good morning, Cindy. What's going on in Picayune? Uh, I just wanted to let you know that um, it, it's not until October. It, it's uh, October 29th. It's on a Saturday. It's called Run with the Pigs. They're going to have a barbecue contest, uh, competition tasting. There's going to be live entertainment. At 8.30 in the morning, they're going to have a 5K race run. There's CrossFit uh, competition. There's going to be a, a 4x4 um, show. It, it, live entertainment, it, it's going to be a great time. So everybody, it's going to be here in Picayune at the Crosby Commons. It is $10 for admission, but it, it, it's going to be a great day. Okay, awesome. And you said that's happening in October? 
Yes, October 29th. It's on a Saturday. Okay, and be sure to give us a call back closer to that time to remind people. So there's actually no running with pigs. That's just the name of the uh, the event. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, okay. No, no running with pigs. It's just called run with the pigs because All right. there's a barbecue too. <laughs> yeah, you would probably attract a, a, a big crowd if you did decide to have a pig run. All right, Cindy. Thank you so much. You're welcome. All right. And uh, as we mentioned, we have in studio with us Ruben Antvelink, who's going to speak with us about this Battle of the Bands event that's coming up at Lucky Town Brewery. Ruben, good morning. Thanks for being in. Good morning. Thanks for having me. All right. So what's your role at Lucky Town? Uh, I'm the tour director. And I also, uh, every second Saturday, we have Sippin' Saturdays. And so that allows for food trucks and local artists to come out and sing. Um, So I run all of those bands, getting food trucks to come in and things like that. Okay. How long has Lucky Town been open? Uh. We've been in Midtown um, since September of 2014, uh, but we've actually been in uh, running for almost four years now. Wow. Now, um, you know, I'm not sure, I'm not well-versed in the craft beer industry, but why did you guys choose Midtown or Jackson to have your brewery? Uh, we chose it for a few reasons. A lot of our founders are originally from the Jackson area, um, so we really thought the capital could use a, a brewery that, in a lot of states, it's kind of a... A very well-known thing. They have 30, 40 breweries in their state capital, and uh, wow. we kind of wanted to be the the ones who start that ground there. Um, but we chose Midtown specifically. Just there's a lot of art. There's a lot of really cool stuff going down in Midtown. Um, we feel like it's an, I guess, an untouched corner of Jackson that people mm-hmm. just don't realize is there. And so we wanted to be a part of that and kind of a part of that culture that Midtown Jackson brings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you guys really are serving as kind of an anchor on, on uh, I guess that would be like the north side of Midtown, so to speak. And and I think another kind of interesting national trend is breweries aren't just places where you brew beer. You know, there's so much more than that. So tell mm-hmm. a little bit about, you know, what all happens besides beer brewing. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, so every Friday and Saturday, uh, Friday 4 to 7 and Saturdays 11 to 3, we do something called a tour. Uh, Mississippi doesn't allow for on-site sales uh, at breweries yet, but what we do allow is for six six-ounce samples um, along with an extended tour of the facility. So you come in, you'll get a glass that you actually get to take home. Um, you can try all of our beers. We have six beers on tap currently, and then after a little while, we'll get a good group together, and I'll walk you around, show the beers made, give you a little bit of history. Um, we have some funny reasons different beers are named different ways, so I tell people all about that. Um, yeah, we do all kinds of stuff. Music. We've had wedding receptions. We've oh, we've wow. had weddings themselves. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a uh, it's quite the uh, quite the get together spot. Now, uh, now talk a little bit more about these flavors because I've heard that the the beers are not just for men. Because when you think beer, you think men, you think bellies. But the beers are not just for men; they're for women as well. I I read about some kind of brown sugar oatmeal flavored beers that you have that are geared toward women. Talk about that. Uh, yeah, yeah. We have a well, we have we have four year round beers, and one of them that the one you're speaking to is called Flare Incident. And it's got uh, Vermont maple syrup and brown sugar in it. So it's not just a stout that you kind of get that bitter taste in your mouth. It's smooth and it's got a little bit of sweetness to it that you love. Um, Another beer that's been really popular lately is our Goza Gamblin. Um, It's a sour, salty beer. Um, Ours is a little bit more on the tart side, but it's actually made with pink Himalayan sea salt Mm. that Lucas, our head brewer, pours directly into the um, while he's making the beer. And so you have all kinds of flavors. 
Well, and, and you know, I do think that a lot of women are interested in craft beer. One of your founders is a woman. Mm-hmm. So, you know, a lot of, lots of ladies in the craft beer world these oh, days. Well, tell me something then, because <laughs> I'm a wine person. <laughs> well, uh, the Battle of the Bands competition that's coming up, you know, you just mentioned you guys have wedding receptions and all these things, and uh, you're interested in the, the cultural connection there. So tell us about this Battle of the Bands, and, and that's connected to Jackson Indie Music Week, too, as well. Yeah, correct. Uh, yeah, Battle of the Bands is was kind of a, a mind child of uh, me, Brandon, one of the uh, founders of Lucky Town, and then Thobby and Danielle from Indie Music Week. Um, we really wanted a way to bring in local artists that normally don't aren't able to find a venue because Jackson is chock full of great music, um, and bring them in and uh, give them a chance to uh, top prizes, actually um, a cash prize, and then you get a spot in Indie Music Week that, like you said, is happening in January. Um, and then second place, you get a spot in one of our Sipping Saturdays. Uh, where we bring in quite a few people. Um, so we really wanted to just bring as many local artists as possible, and then we have some local food trucks and stuff like that coming as well. So how many bands do you expect to participate? Uh, we have five signed up, um, So they're, and they're from all over the Jackson area in all kinds of um, styles. We have an, an alternative country rock band. We have an electric soul band. We have all kinds of music, um, and really we just wanted to get the... Uh, the multifaceted music venues that uh, Jackson does offer. Yeah, you know, I think that um, independent musicians are often looking for places to play, you know, mm-hmm. looking for that chance to break through. So a uh, space like this brewery, a battle of the bands, kind mm-hmm. of, uh, you know, you're not going to get pigeonholed into this certain style or whatever, you, little experimentation. Mm-hmm. So folks who come out, I mean, do they need to bring a chair? Do you just kind of sit on the ground? How's that work? Um, uh, yeah, feel free to bring chairs. Uh, we will have some seating, but it won't be a lot. Um, but we, we have some standing tables and different things like that. Um, but feel free to bring your dogs and your kids. Uh, it's very family friendly. We don't just sell beer. We have soda and water as well for kids. Um, and the food trucks I'm sure are sporting other drinks as well. And Um, who's judging the competition? Uh, so for judges, we have four, uh, kind of local, I guess, semi Jackson celebrities, at least I would say. Uh, we have RL Nave. Um, he's a local journalist. Um, Laurel Irby, uh, who's a musician from Jackson. Uh, Corey Hart from mm-hmm. MPB. And uh, Kiona Starr, who's a recording oh, yeah. artist. Kiona, yes. Yeah, excellent, excellent. Well, this sounds really fun. I'm going to try to, to come out. Uh, is it too late to sign up? I'm a one-man band, one-woman band. <laughs> Sadly, it is too, too late to sign up, but we'd love to have oh, you out. Uh, okay. It's from 2 to 6 on Saturday, uh, but feel free to come a little early and stay a little late. Uh, at, at the breeze, we're pretty relaxed with our time, so we don't uh, we don't kick people out directly at 6. All right. Well, uh, where can people go to find more information about the brewery in general? Uh, if you want to go find more information at the brewery in general, uh, we're on every social media, but Facebook is probably the best, uh, the best station or our website, LuckyTownBrewing.com. Okay, and hopefully brewery is easier to spell than it is to say. I had <laughs> the worst time trying to pronounce that word, brewery, brewery, so weird. Well, Ruben, thank you so much for being in today. We appreciate it. Awesome. Thanks for having me. All right, we need to take a quick break, and when we get back, we'll hear from Ken Rainey and talk about Jamie Johnson is going to be at Temple Theater, and this is to honor Jimmy Rogers. And you can give us a call today, 877-MPB-RING, and let us know what events are going on in your area. It's the beginning, beginning of September. If you want to let us know what's happening, call us at 877-672-7464 or email nextstop at mpbonline.org. This is Think Radio.
This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. And welcome back to Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm Sherita Brent in studio with Mary Margaret Miller of Visit Mississippi. Today we're telling you about some things that are kicking off the month of September. We are here in September, approaching the end of the year. Just learned about the Battle of the Bands event happening at Lucky Town Brewery pretty soon. And uh, we're going to tell you about Jamie Johnson, who's coming to Temple Theater next week. Ken Rainey is going to join us shortly. Also, the Art Walk is in Ocean Springs this weekend. We'll talk about that. And the Rockin' Railroad Festival in Hazelhurst is coming up. And we'd love to hear from you today. We know it is the beginning of September, and we'd like to know what events are going on in your area. We do have some lines open if you you want to join us and just chat this morning, 877-MPB-RING is the number. That's 877-672-7464 to join the conversation. You can also email nextstop at mpbonline.org. Okay, Chico is in Oxford. Good morning, Chico. What do you have for us? Good morning, y'all. Actually, I'm, I'm not in Oxford. I'm just from Oxford. I'm, I'm, okay. uh, on, I'm up north, but I'm driving back to North Mississippi I was up, up there. I was on my way to Virginia Beach to see Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band. Uh-huh. But then I found out what's happening in North Mississippi night, so I turned around and I'm headed back. Oh, <laughs> wow. Over at Senatobia is the Otha Turner goat roast from getting in the picnic. And uh, I thought it was next weekend, or I wouldn't have been going. I wouldn't have been headed up north. But I'm coming back. We're going to hit that early. And then we're going to Water Valley to see Ray Cashman at the Yalabusha Brewery from 6 to 9 o'clock. And then across the street at the Crawdad Hole in Water Valley, the great Oxford band Teardrop City. They're going to blow the roof off the place with their wonderful rock and roll. They've been recording a record there in Water Valley with uh, Bronson Two, And it's going to be a great, great show. And, of course, the food is great at Crawdad Hole. A lot of Mississippians know that. And do you know about the band Teardrop City? I don't. Tell us more about it. Uh, well, they got Tyler Keith, the star of Mississippi rock and roll, late of the neck bones, and Tyler Keats and the Preacher's Kids and the Apostles, just one of the best talents we got. And Laurie Stewart, who is in Blue Mountain and now is responsible for so much of the great singing and guitar play in, in Teardrop City, the one and only George Sheldon from the Mississippi Delta is playing bass, and the best drummer in the world, Wallace Lester, you know him from the Yellow Bushwhackers on Packer Mountain Radio, he's the drummer. Oh, wow. That's the place to be t- tonight. Yeah, that's a, the rocking foursome of North Mississippi. Absolutely. If Springsteen had any sense, that's where he'd be. Hey, look, <laughs> Chico, thanks for letting us know about the Otha Turner picnic this weekend. Uh, you know, you get that feeling like it's that time of year for the picnic, so good to know that those things are happening this weekend. Can you tell our listeners exactly where uh, the picnic is? Well, it's it's kind of hard to, to explain, <laughs> but it, it's over there close to Senatobia. And um, I think if, if anyone can just go online and Google it, and they'll get the directions are pretty easy on there. But people should get there early today because I think, uh, you know, Luther Dickerson is playing. I think he's probably going to be pretty early in the day, probably still in daylight. All right. Well, Chico, thanks so much, man. It seems like you're going to have a great time. Thank you for calling in. We really appreciate it. And, and Mary Margaret, you need to take your beautiful family to see Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> I, I really do. We'll, we'll have to get some dates from you, Chico, and make it a family affair. <laughs> that sounds great. All right. See y'all. All right, Chico. 
All right. Uh, now we're going to be joined on the phone by Ken Rainey, who's going to tell us about Jamie Johnson, who's going to be performing at Temple Theater. Good morning, Ken. Thank you so much for being on today. Hey, good morning. Thank you for letting us be on to talk about a big old show coming to Meridian. Now, I understand that you have been responsible, you and Tony uh, Santone have been responsible for bringing a lot of big shows to Meridian. So just tell us about that whole culture of bringing big shows to Temple Theater, because I, I think you had to do some convincing at some point uh, to get them to rent it to you. Well, we did once upon a time uh, back in the early days. We we together, uh, separately but together, <laughs> have been booking the Temple Theater for just about 45, 50 years now. Wow. And Tony Sansone did what we call the Lively Arts Festival for all the earlier years, and I did the Jimmy Rogers Festival, and I've also been in the radio business for 50 years, so we did a lot of shows for the radio station in that building also. And so uh, all together we've probably booked. As a matter of fact, we're making a list now of who all played the Temple Theater. Tony booked people like Tony Bennett and Ray Charles and wow. uh, Floyd Kramer and Doc Severson, and uh, you can go on and on and on. And then I had people like Merle Haggard and Willie Nelson and George Strait and Hank Williams Jr. and all these kind of people for the Jimmy Rogers Festival. So well, it's been a great, great 50 years. And and this uh, act you've got coming up uh, at Jamie Johnson kind of follows in that same line, that same vein as Merle and Willie and the Highwaymen. It really does. It's amazing what the resemblance is. Oh, the people you just mentioned, they don't dance and they don't climb ropes and they don't do backflips. They just get up there with a the guitar and they sing their songs. And that's kind of like Haggard and Nelson and Chris Christopherson and those kind of people do well, I think you just made a little slight comment on pop country there, Ken. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it. Uh, but anyhow, long story short, Jamie Johnson is unbelievable. If you've not seen him in person, it would be worth the drive from wherever you are in Mississippi to be in the Temple Theater next Wednesday night at 7 o'clock. It's going to be a great, great show. Well, and I think a lot of people probably know Jamie Johnson's music, but maybe haven't made that connection. Talk about a couple of his, his big hits. Well, of course, the biggest thing is a song called In Color. And that was a song about his granddaddy that he wrote when his granddaddy was in World War II. And it's a, just a great song, sold approximately 3 million copies mm. as a single record. And then he had a song called High Cost of Living, was another big, big song for him. Uh, the one thing that Jamie does not get enough credit for is his writing ability. Uh, he's written some of the biggest songs in country music. He co-wrote Honky Tonk Badonkadonk, Trace Atkins. He wrote the song for George Strait, I Can't Give It Away. He wrote so many big hits, I can't even name them all. And I'll tell you something else. Besides Jamie on this show, we have a 14-year-old from Tennessee that signed a deal with Warner Brothers Records already at 14. He plays the strings off of a guitar, got a great voice. He'll perform. And a boy named John Byron from Brentwood, Tennessee, that's written 225 songs at 21 years old. And he'll be performing. So it's going to be a great night in the temple. And we've got plenty of good reserve seat tickets left. 
That's great. Now, I do want to make one quick comment in doing a bit of research about the show. I I saw where Jamie Johnson has an album called Living for a Song, a tribute to Hank Cochran. Now, you all know that Hank Cochran's a Mississippian, one of the greatest country music songwriters or songwriters generally um, out there. We've got a blues uh, country music trail marker for him and Isola. And, um, you know, I hope that we'll hear Jamie sing a couple of Hank Cochran tunes in Meridian. Oh, you definitely will. And uh, that is, if you don't have a copy of that album, it would be worth getting it. Because on the album, he went out and he got uh, co-singers to sing with him. Merle Haggard's on the album. Ray Price is on the album. Um, Amy Lou uh, Harris, Leanne Womack. Yeah. Well, you got it right there in front of you. And uh, I, I forget, I think it's, what, 14 songs on that album? I believe 16. It's a big. It's a big album. Oh, it's great, and uh, and you're correct. Tank Cochran was one of the best country music songwriters ever, and he's from up in the Delta here in Mississippi. So, it's a great tribute. And, and let me just say one more thing about Jamie Johnson. People don't realize what a big heart he has. Do you know? In the last few days that Hank Cochran was alive, Jamie Johnson, if he wasn't traveling on the road, would go to the hospital room where Hank was and sit with his guitar and sing songs to him. Mm, wow. Now, that's a big heart. That's beautiful. And then part of the proceeds on this show is going to a foundation known as the Nikki Mitchell Foundation that Jamie started. And that lady was worked with Waylon Jennings for 25 years, and she'd been in the music business for 40 years. She didn't have much of a family, so Jamie would park his bus beside her apartment building where she lived when he went out singing and working the road, and he would go in and take care of her in her last days on earth. She died with pancreatic cancer. Mm. So that takes a lot now. I couldn't do that. Yeah. Well, it seems like you guys are definitely going to be in for a treat um, with with Jamie coming into town. And uh, are, are you all you also suggesting? I saw somewhere that free admission will be offered to the Jimmy Rogers Museum in Highland Park at some point. That is correct. On his birthday, uh, Thursday, Jimmy Rogers would be 116 years old. Wow. He died in 1933. He's one of the few entertainers that is inducted into the Country Music Hall of Fame the Blues Hall of Fame, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and the Songwriters Hall of Fame. And on Thursday, the 8th of September, his birthday, the museum would be free of charge if you want to drive over and go through the museum at Highland Park. Excellent. Well, uh, tell us once again, you, you said the concert is going to be next Wednesday. Tell us how people can find more information about that. All right. It's very simple. 601-693-5353. And the reserve seat tickets are $30, and the general admission ticket is $20, which is very rare in today's country music performing <laughs> ticket <Yeah>. prices. <laughs> Normally, you'd pay $60 $70 for a ticket. Wow. Yeah, that's a bargain. <laughs> well, Ken, thank you so much for joining us, and uh, congratulations on you and Tony's success in bringing uh, great talent to the City of Meridian and Temple Theater. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Thank you all so much, and I wish you would make a trip over to Meridian and enjoy this great show on Wednesday night. And I thank you for your airtime, 
and I appreciate it very much. Absolutely, Kim. We hope to meet you someday. Thank you so much for being on today. Well, and I just want to remind folks, when you are going over to Meridian on Wednesday for the Jamie Johnson concert, or if you're going over on Thursday or spending the night making a couple of days of it, we've got four Mississippi Country Music Trail markers in Meridian. That's more than we have anywhere else in the state. So you can go read the Jimmy Rogers marker when you're there visiting the museum, but you can also check out our Country Music Comes of Age marker, uh, the Elsie McCormick. Williams marker as well as Mo Bandy. So um, look for these markers when you're there and um, and let us know what you think. You know, we'd love some feedback on the trail. Yeah, the markers are really cool just for all the various trails we have. I mean, when I was in Maine, I spotted a Mississippi marker and uh, it was a marker about, I forget what it was about when I was in Maine. Well, it's about the festival there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. About the uh, the, the, the sea I forgot the main seat, whatever the name of the seat was, we were playing around. But it was really cool to just stand there and and grasp that information, you know, so you know the history of why we're even there. Why are these Mississippi band members in Maine to play? And you got your information right there. And there were people taking pictures of the marker. I took a picture by it. Uh, so those markers are really informative and just give you some perspective. So, uh, yeah, check those out if you're in Meridian. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. When we get back, we'll learn about the Art Walk in downtown Ocean Springs. Katie Hinkle is going to join us. And still to come, we'll find out about the Rockin' Railroad Fest in Hazel Hurst. Give us a call this morning, 877-MPB-RING, and let us know what's going on in your area. It's the beginning of September. If there are any particular events going on in your area you'd like to let us or fellow Mississippians know about, call us, 877-672-7464. We do have some open lines or email next stop at mpbonline.org. This is Think Radio. Looking just to score another thing. With my back against that damn eight ball, I didn't have to think or talk or feel. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm Sharita Brent in studio with Mary Margaret Miller of Visit Mississippi. Mary Margaret is trying to figure out how to get to Meridian to see Jamie Johnson. Just take Wheezy and, and Barry and guys. Just, yeah. just get on the road again. I have to be on the coast on Wednesday, so I'm thinking I could come back via Meridian just in time for Jamie Johnson. Mm-hmm. And get home just in time for Wheezy's like 2 a.m. feeding. Would that work? (laughs) Yep. Yeah, you got to make that. You got to make that, Mom. Uh, You can join us this morning if you want to tell us about any events going on in your part of Mississippi. Because it is the beginning of September. If there are any events to kick off the month in your area you'd like to let us know about. Or just let us know what you're up to in in, in your part of the state this weekend. 877-MPB-RING is the number. We do have some lines open if you want to join the conversation. 877-672. Two seven four six four or email next stop at m uh, next stop at mpbonline.org. All right, uh, we're going to be joined on the phones now by Katie Hinkle, who is the organizer for the annual Art Walk in downtown Ocean Springs. Katie, good morning. Thank you so much for joining us. Good morning. How are y'all? Doing very well. Uh, so I'm not all the way familiar with Ocean Springs. Tell us a little bit about the whole ambiance and atmosphere of downtown Ocean Springs in general. Uh, Downtown Ocean Springs is a jewel of the Mississippi Gulf Coast. We are located between Pascagoula and Gauche and Biloxi and Gulfport, right in the middle there, 
on the water, and we have a wonderful artsy um, community. We are we're very involved with um, having lots of festivals on our downtown. We have a, a fabulous little quaint downtown community with lots of shops and restaurants and art galleries, and it's really just the jewel of the Gulf Coast. Mm-hmm. Well, I, you know, I, downtown Ocean Springs is known as this wonderful walkable district. You know, I, I think that when people think about creative places in Mississippi, creative communities, Ocean Springs is probably at the top of that list. Um, but I have to say, Katie, one of my favorite places in Ocean Springs, my new favorite place, I guess I should say, is the Greenhouse on Porter. This isn't in your historic downtown, but it's not too far from there. It's not far at all. Isn't it such a cool little place? They make these little homemade biscuits every morning at the different. Um, a different flavor. It's just a tiny little, it really is an old greenhouse and it's just so cool. And they, at nighttime, sometimes they have like yoga out there and they also are bringing in different artists um, throughout, you know, throughout the week and showcasing artists here and there. It's a really cool little spot. I think we've had them on before because I, I recall maybe it was a sweet potato biscuit or some kind of biscuit. Yeah, yeah, yeah the, the people people say that they, they like a lot. Um, well, this art walk, uh, Katie, is not new necessarily. It's been around for about 25 years. So tell yes, us ma'am. about, uh, you know, just this, this historical impact of this walk. This is the 25th annual art walk. Um, the downtown merchants have come together. We are the ones that actually put on the event. We know and understand how important art is to our community, and so we like to showcase um, our local artists. There's no charge to the artists that are set up inside of our businesses, inside and outside of our businesses. That's um, so, wonderful. Yes, it's it's a free event for the for most artists. We have in recent years we've opened up a few little very low cost booths to be rented, but um, we just feel we know how important it is, and it's important you know, for people to just come out and support both the merchant and the artist. That sounds really good. So talk about the folks that are set up. I've read that there are potters and painters and sculptors and just a huge variety of uh, people. So tell us about how you go about selecting people to participate in the Art Walk. Well, we have a Facebook page that we or- we organized about maybe four or five years ago, and that is really kind of how we get a lot of our information out. And so the artists have kind of found us through there and just artists that have been involved in um, in the art walk in the past and people I mean just being around in Ocean Springs there's always an, an art kind of event going on so um, you know we find them that way and they find us through the Facebook page. Well, that is just so cool. I have a friend who's a textile artist, and she stayed with us last weekend for a show here in Jackson. And to to see what sort of work, not just like literally making your art, but what kind of work goes into preparing to put on to put on a display in a booth, it's just incredible. So, you know, these folks are not only creating original work, but they're you know, making these great um, displays and interactive marketing. And it, there's just a lot that goes into these there's shows. There's a lot that goes into it. Absolutely. Now, um, so, you, you know, the the event is free to attend, but, you know, you guys are, are highly encouraging purchases. But I imagine it's not hard to get people to buy things because you have uh, the originator of the artwork right there and they can talk and tell a story about, oh, well, this piece uh, means this. Uh, so how easy is it for the artist to make that connection with uh, the people oh, at the it's festival? simple. And a lot of them will be doing demonstrations also actually creating their work right there as, 
as their people are walking around and watching them. But yes, it's all about the connections, getting to meet the artist, getting to feel the inspiration behind the piece. I mean, everybody would like to, uh, to take home a piece of art that it's not just, you know, something that you hang on the wall that you like, but you can, you can actually know the story as to how the whole piece came about and what it meant to the artist. It's just really a really cool connection. Well, and the fact that you're offering these spaces uh, free of charge to the artist probably makes that more makes that artwork more affordable for the consumer. So that's really right. exciting um, for those of us on a budget that we might be able to find something unique to bring back home. Oh, absolutely! There will be all kinds of, of price ranges and and from the artists that are going to be on display. Now, Katie, I see that the festival is from 10 to 4 on Saturday. So, you know, folks come out, spend the day. The weather is supposed to be wonderful. Um, But it looks like you guys have some live music later that afternoon um, at the L&N Depot. We have a huge day in Ocean Springs tomorrow. It's going to kick off. Every Saturday, there's always our fresh market vendors. They set up every single Saturday at the depot from 9 to 1. They sell their their local... um, locally grown produce and whatnot, they'll be there. There's also going to be the first Saturday Antique Vendors, which will be at the L&N Depot from 9 to 3. Our art walk will be going on from 10 to 4, and we have live music all around town. There will be a three-man band at the depot from 11.30 to 1. Mosaic's Tapas Bar on Government Street will have live music all day long. I think they have four or five bands in their lineup. Murky Waters will have a um, band in the lunch hour from 12 to 1.30, I believe. And then when Art Walk is, is kind of getting closed down and the artists are leaving, Ocean Springs Live is going to be kicking off at 4.30 in the afternoon at the Rosetti Park Cottages. And they, I believe, have three bands in their lineup. And they'll be going into 8, 8.30, 9 o'clock tomorrow night. And that is also a free event. They do sell VIP packages to have like an upfront um a front seat right there at the very beginning but it's, it's the whole day is free to attend we of course encourage purchases come out and and support your artists come out and support your local merchants and come have fun in ocean spring sounds good katie well thank you so much for being on today uh, i think you've definitely convinced some folks that they need to come out and enjoy the artwork so thank you uh, art walk rather thank you for being on today we appreciate it oh, we appreciate you thanks so much have a great weekend okay you too all right, that sounds really fun. I know, it really does sound like a great day. We're we're going down to Bay St. Louis for the weekend, finally taking our Gulf Coast staycation. So nice. uh, maybe uh, maybe we'll shift our plans a little bit and head to Ocean Springs on Saturday. Yeah, I had a staycation uh, on the Gulf Coast not long ago, and I went on a Biloxi shrimping tour. Oh, great. And it was so fun. I mean, he was pulling stuff out of the water, shrimp, you name it, and he put some fish in my ear and let me hear how it sounded. It was hands-on. We got to see the dolphins, um, the, the the birds were overhead when he threw a fish <laughs> or whatever in the air. They were just hovering over the boat to, to get the fish out of the air. It was really cool. So consider that. It's called a shrimping tour. And it's like a, an hour and some change. Well, I always love when we have the shrimpers on the show. Like they, they just sound like they have these exciting and cool, you know, marine life mm-hmm. uh, experiences. So I'm really glad you guys got to do that. Absolutely. I want to go back now to go to, to Ocean Springs because <laughs> we didn't get to get to that part. Uh, let's see. William is in Waynesboro, wants to talk with us. Good morning, William. What do you have for us? Uh, I hang out with a band that plays at the Temple Theater every first Friday night of the month, and we're playing there tonight, and we do country, gospel, and old rock and roll, 
And if you want to come out and listen to some good music, come on out and enjoy it with us. We invite everybody to come. Okay. William, what instrument do you play? I play uh, guitar whenever all the guitar players aren't there. I get to play when somebody's not there. (laughs) What's the uh, name of the band, William? Davis County, and it's from around Laurel, Mississippi. Okay. How long have you guys been playing together? Oh, wow. Uh, I haven't been with them all this time, but they've been together, I'm going to say, 20 years, give or take, you know? Wow, that's awesome. So country, country gospel, gospel, and old rock and roll. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Nice. All right, William. Well, thank you so much for calling, and I hope you have a good time performing tonight. Thank you very much. Thank you. All right, we need to take a quick break, and when we get back, we'll learn about the Rockin' Railroad Festival happening in Hazelhurst. We're all over the state today. Yeah, why not? Next stop, Hazelhurst coming up, and you can give us a call this morning, 877-MPB-RING, if you want to add some more stops on our tour. Tell us what's going on in your area of town this weekend. It's the beginning of September. If there are any kind of events that you know about kicking off uh, the week of September, give us a call, 877-MPB-RING. If you want to chat with us about things you are doing around the state today, uh, call us 877-672-7464. We do have some lines open, and we'd love to hear from you. Or email nextstop at mpbonline.org. This is Think Radio. I'm not alone, and I don't know if I'm ever This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. And welcome back to Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm Sheree Brent in studio with my good friend Mary Margaret Miller, who is back. She's been away for a couple weeks, and we just didn't know what we were going to do without her. But she's <laughs> it's just like riding a bike, though, you know? <laughs> yeah, just yeah, that's falling true. right back into place. That's true. Uh, we have a little time left in the show if you want to join us this morning and let us know what events are going on in your area of Mississippi. Are there any events that you know of kicking off September? Give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. And what are you doing? Are you traveling somewhere within the state? Uh, visiting a particular place you'd like to let us know about or suggest to other folks, 877-672-7464 is the number. You can also send an email to nextstop at mpbonline.org. All right, our next stop is Hazelhurst. We're going to be joined right now by Karen Funches, who's going to tell us about the Rockin' Railroad Fest. Kim Funches is going to tell us about the Rockin' Railroad Fest. Good morning, Kim. Thanks for joining us. Good morning, Sharita. Thanks for having me. All right, so tell us a little bit about the town of Hazelhurst. Uh, my my folks are from Crystal Springs, which is really close, and I'm familiar with Wilson's Sausage Plant. Oh, I mean, yeah. The meat plant, which is just a wonderful place. But uh, give us a little more information about Hazelhurst. Hazelhurst is the Kapaya County uh, capital. From Jackson, you take I-55 south, and from the Brookhaven area, I-55 north, and exit at Hazelhurst. Nice, nice. So tell us about this uh, this Railroad Fest, the Rock and Railroad Road Fest. Is this the inaugural fest, or how long has it been going on? Actually, it's been going on for eight years. Okay. It's downtown Hazelhurst, 
against the backdrop of the Mississippi Music Museum. And Mary Margaret is familiar with that. That's right. Hi, Mary Margaret. Hi, great to have you on the show. Thanks so much. If you are, if your listeners are looking for a great family-friendly staycation for the young and the young at heart, come visit us at the 8th Annual Rock and Railroad Festival. It begins at 10 o'clock, and we have all-day musical entertainment, including a classic car show, Kid Zone, student art contest, a barbecue cook-off, a vocal talent contest for ages 11 through 21, and food vendors and craft vendors. So it's an awesome day. Um, it's going to be an awesome day in Hazelhurst. And tell tell the listeners a little bit about downtown Hazelhurst. Um, we've got a really popular blues trail marker right here in the middle of the space where you're going to be having the festival. Absolutely. If you have not visited the Mississippi Music Museum, which is right there on the railroad track in front of that blues marker, which you speak of, um, it is a great venue to look at some history of the Mississippi music musicians that have come not only from the area of Kapaya, like Robert Johnson, but from all over the state. So it's a treat. Now, uh, you said you guys are going to have some live musical entertainment, right? Absolutely. We have all genres. Um, we have By Faith, Noel and Friends, Equanye, Zach Day, and the headliner is the Southern Comfort Brass Band, and they are awesome. So if you haven't seen those, people come out to Hazelhurst and listen to some fantastic music from all genres. Well, and you know, I think people most often um, are mistaken. They associate Robert Johnson with the Mississippi Delta blues style, but Robert Johnson is originally, he was born in Hazelhurst. Absolutely. He was not only born in Hazelhurst, but his descendants live in Crystal Springs, where your mom's from, Sharita. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, this sounds really, really fun. Uh, eight years and counting, and, uh, and I know the mission of this is just to bring people of different backgrounds together, and what better way to do it than with music, food, and, and arts and crafts. So, uh, Absolutely. And did I mention it? There was, it's free admission, free parking. Of course, you have to pay for the vendors and the arts and crafts, but uh, come out at 10 o'clock and hang out with us in Hazelhurst. Wow, that's even more of an incentive. I mean, I just think it's wonderful when they make these things free so people don't have an excuse <laughs> not to come. Right, <laughs> right. And I think there's a little bit for everyone. I know that in years past, um, folks who listen to Felder's show before hours will probably be interested. I think the Master Gardeners have done demos, so you might, um, garden lovers, you know, get a little taste of that. Um, and the the student art show is also um, a competition. Is that um, in conjunction with your with your schools there in Kapaya County? That's right. A lot of the art teachers have submitted work from their students, and they will be on display. There will be places for you all to vote for the uh, piece of art that you think is the best. So that's really exciting and really a good way to get the students involved. Well, Kim, thank you so much for joining us. And once again, tell us when the festival is and what time it starts. Once again, it's Saturday, September 3rd, downtown Hazelhurst, starting at 10 o'clock a.m. All right, Kim, thank you for being on. We appreciate it. Thanks so much for having me. All right, that sounds fun. Southern Comfort, they're going to have them dancing. Oh, look, I know. <laughs> they are at the end of the day. Everybody's going to be ready for a little horn yeah. music. Woo. All right. Uh, our last call goes to Richard, who's on the road. Richard, where are you? Um, uh, I live in Gauchet, Mississippi, but our uh, festival is in Pascagoula, Mississippi. Okay. Tell us more about it. We have about 30 seconds. Um, it's a Blues and Heritage Festival. We do, have been doing this for 25 years. 
We've been awarded a blues marker this year, and the blues marker will be erected on uh, September 9th, and our blues festival is September 10th. And we've got some wonderful uh, blues, Mississippi blues entertainments. We've got Eddie Cotton, Mule Man Maxie, Ed Bernstein, Yahoo uh, Bayou Band, uh, Mickey DeMarks is going to be our host this year. And she is a, a DJ and radio personality uh, from Mobile. So we're real excited about that. And uh, we're inviting everybody to come out. All right. September, September 10th, Jackson County Fairgrounds at, in Pascagoula. Okay, Richard, thank you so much for that information. We really appreciate you calling in. Mary Mark, that's going to wrap us up for today. I think it was a good show. Great show. Thanks for uh, all you do, Sharita, and happy Labor Day to everyone out there. Absolutely. Enjoy and be safe. Have fun. Thank you, Sam, for helping produce the show, being our board operator. I think Kevin Farrell was our call screener. And, um, nope, nope, Jonas was our call screener. Yep. Download our podcast. Go to mpbonline.org or use your podcast app and subscribe to us. Just search Next Stop Mississippi MPB. We surely would appreciate it. Stay tuned.